Okay. There we are. It's time for the July 20th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Caspar. <sighs> oh, no. Yeah, he's, he's been digging holes. mahler has oh, been digging holes. Okay, so is this have to do with the Hadron uh, <laughs> well, Adam Smasher? So, I think I or, think it's kind of with that. Or is it the arc? It's, or the arc kind of thing is that we've we, we kind of done. He was, yeah, he was he's trying goes. to build a particle collider yeah, back here. And right. I think he was starting to dig Yeah, on account. He likes digging. I, he does. And then there was the arc yeah. where he was, you know, he was fumbling around with lumber. That's, that's as far as it got. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. That's true. He dragged some lumber out there. Yeah. He did make a nice frame for it. I thought that the way. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, a yeah, nice frame. Nice yeah, frame. Yeah, but he didn't really have the. You know, I think he has a lot of free time. Yeah. yeah. It seems that. He, that's yeah. right, Mahler. We're talking about you. Yeah. What are you doing now? Uh, yeah. Digging again? Yes. Oh. Good boy. He's digging for ancient underwear. He oh. said. Yeah. He's looking. He's looking for underwear from the past. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. And what okay. are you going to do with that underwear, boy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know what he's going to do with it. <laughs> Boy. I don't know, and I don't know that I want to know what he's yeah. going to do with the ancient underwear, Speaking frankly. Speaking of yeah. ancient underwear, mm-hmm. Mike, yes. four linen bras, each more than 600 years old, were unearthed in a western Austrian castle. 600-year-old hmm. bras. And they look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they were. You saw that they were a bra. Yeah, you could tell. Fact, you know, yeah, really. They. Were, I mean, I you you could hang them on a rack somewhere and yeah, some fancy yeah. store on uh, yeah. Saks Fifth Avenue. Other than the fact yeah. that they were a bit shredded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a discovery. These bras, I, their discovery has surprised fashion historians who thought bras were invented about a hundred years ago. Yeah, the brassiere, so the French opened up. It, it, yeah, you know. How we discover, say, Lucy, and we find out that humans have been around for millions of years. Yeah. We have discovered bras now. They've been around for 600 years. That's amazing. We push back the date of uh, bra construction uh-huh. on 500 years. Wow. Yeah. They usually, uh, they, you know, when you talk about the Middle Ages, what do you usually think of? Corsets, right? Yeah, corsets. corsets right, yeah. right, right, right. And that was supposedly the standard. But, but bras found in Austria's Langberg Castle show that women indeed wore bras in medi- medieval times. I just thought I'd bring no, that up. No, that's an excellent yeah. point. That's good. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. it's a, one of those stories that I'm going to be at a cocktail party later on tonight. And I know. I'm gonna, that's going to be something I'm going to bring up. You hear about those old bras. You hear about those old bras. And somebody's going to say, did he just say those old broads? And yeah. then there'll be like a fight, a, p- yeah. a lot of pushing and shoving. And then. And oh, bras. Oh, bras. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. And then we'll laugh and have drinks. Uh, bras aside, Mike. Mm-hmm. An iceberg twice the size of Manhattan broke off from one of Greenland's two main glaciers. So that's a Manhattan-sized iceberg. Times two. Yeah, times two. Time two, yeah, take two, two Manhattans. Manhattans. And who hasn't been islands. there? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, size yeah, island. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. And you got you got two of them breaking off the main glacier. That's the Peterman Glacier, named after, of course, Jay Peterman. No, it's not. Oh, okay. It's it was the second time in two years that parts of the Peterman Glacier have broken off after an ice island four times the size of Manhattan's uh, cracked off. That was in uh, August of 2010. Ugh. So we're losing a lot of little, we're losing a lot of big chunks of glaciers there in Iceland. 
or Greenland. Sorry about that. Yeah, Did yeah. I say Greenland. Yeah, yeah, Greenland. Yeah, I saw actually saw the photographs of the area as well. It's just not yeah. just the chunk that blew off, but uh, the 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 uh, uncovered mountainous areas around the mm-hmm. the glacier, meaning there's no there's no ice on them. I wonder why this is happening. I couldn't even begin to speculate. I wonder if, I wonder if you know people up there are making some iced cocktails. Maybe shave ice. <laughs> Shaved ice. Maybe they got a little shave ice thing going. That up could there, be a the concession going on. Yeah. yeah, they're they're climbing out of their economic malaise by shaving ice. No, I I just uh, yeah, it is really depressing. It is truly. I've been thinking about this way too much lately, yeah. as we've said before, and I and you, I think you agree. What I thought would happen after I had gone in terms of the world's environment, after I had died, yeah. is not going to happen. It's going to happen while I'm well, alive. I can, I can arrange that for you well, if you'd like. It's true. You, yeah. I mean, you know, an, bar, barring an act of intervention on the part of Nathan Callahan, I yeah. believe I will be alive when, what for, when we start to see things happen to the planet. When panic people, strikes. When people realize that crops are failing on well, a massive scale. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, we are going to get to that. But yeah. I mean, just things like that, where all of a sudden we've got six billion people that need to be fed and we can't feed them because huh. the climate is so distorted that we won't, that won't be sustainable. But on a, In a totally yeah. unrelated story, yeah. the average global temperature across land and oceans during June of 2012 was 0.63 degrees centigrade. That would be about uh, one degree Fahrenheit, over one degree, yeah. above the 20th century average of 15.5 degrees centigrade, 59 degrees, that's just yeah, the average. average, yeah. And ranked as the fourth, fourth warmest June since records began in 1880. June 2012 was also the 36th consecutive June and the 328th consecutive month with a global temperature above the 20th century average. Oh my God! So we're we're moving up there. And this does, in fact, uh, confirm some of the, uh, much of the scientific uh, modeling on global warming, based on these this accelerated sort of feedback um, yeah. phenomena that they talk about. That once these systems start to go off the rails, yeah. then it starts to uh, feed on itself, and you get an exaggerated or accelerated rate in which the climate will continue to change. For the worse. <sighs> well, let's leave that yes. story and Shall go we? to something a little bit more uplifting. Okay. A bomb planted by the Taliban in northern Afghanistan destroyed 22 NATO fuel tankers. <laughs> there were trucks carrying supplies to coalition forces. The vehicles were hit by a pre-dawn explosion, which triggered a huge fire that engulfed them in flames. At the time, the trucks were parked overnight in Samangan province, Samangan province oh. as they headed toward Uzbekistan, mm-hmm. toward NATO forces in the south. In a statement, the Taliban said they carried out the attack, which officials say is the first of its kind in northern Afghanistan. So It's the first of its kind yeah. in northern Afghanistan. Interesting. I think we yes. talked about this a little last week. Yes. That's where all the heroin is. Yeah. They don't seem to get quite as much violence in that part of the world, do they? Mm, no. Seems like it's, it's all happening. Protected. I believe that area <laughs> believe is, that there is are people protected. that are making sure that doesn't happen. Uh, um, hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Well, there you go. Um, by the way, just reminded me of the uh, campaign the, for president when... Uh, when, our, our presidency? Our presidency. When, when Herman Cain said, oh, yeah. when he was asked who, you know, if he was going to know who the 
different presidents of these very important countries around the world. And he said, you're going to try to trick me up with the president of Ubeki, Becky, Becky, Stan, Stan. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, it's mocking. What a funny guy. Well, you know, what mocking the idea that you'd actually know what you were doing yeah. running for president of the United States. You just happened to mention Ubekistan. And it reminded me of the idiots that are running for president of the United States. Yeah. Yes. Chinese so. President Wu Jintao has offered $20 billion in loans to Africa. Countries over there. Over the next three years, boosting a relationship that has been criticized by the West and given Beijing growing access to the rich, resource-rich continent. Mm-hmm. It is. So China is, is uh, playing the chess game over there. They're laying down some... It's not a chess game. They're just paying, paying them off. They have a lot of cash. Yeah. Yeah. This is, the, this is, <sighs> this is where all our military is going now. Yeah, toward blocking out China. Yeah. yeah, I mean we are now. We've now sent, set up a, a command, essentially another. We, they call them uh, different command areas of the world. Well, we set one up for this area of the in world. The South now. Pacific. Yeah, South Put Pacific. More troops, into more troops, Australia. more navy, and also Africa. Africa has become the next battleground for the United States. We're going to start hearing about all these horrible, less worse than Hitler dictators who are mm. running Africa, and and we have to go in there and and destroy them, right? In the same mm. way we destroyed Saddam Hussein, and whatever. China will get upset at us, though. So. Yeah, China will be upset. And they have some, yeah, they have money some... relationships with us. Yeah, the loans offered were double the amount China pledged for the previous three-year period in 2009 and is the latest in a string of aid and credit provided to African countries from China. The pledge is likely to boost China's good relations with Africa, mm-hmm. which supplies it with oil mm-hmm. and raw almonds. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, raw materials. I, see, raw <laughs> well, mater- I thought they were raw almonds. Well, they could be. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's possible <laughs> that there's some almonds in there. Almond, but, yeah. Such as copper and uranium. Mm-hmm. But the loans could add to discomfort in the West. That no, would be us. Discomfort. We're, 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 we're discomforted <laughs> by all this. We criticize China, we here in the West, for overlooking human rights abuses in its business dealings with Africa. Yeah. yeah. So we, they just kind of overlook. We, of course... Have a pristine record. Oh, absolutely. Over there. Yeah. How dare you even suggest otherwise? Yeah. Yes, that we around the world we would never we would exploit never. the resources of other foreign countries like uh-uh. the Middle East and South America and uh, where there were human rights where there were human rights taking yeah, place. I mean, that would yeah, never happen for no. Mm-mm. Ah, the United Arab Emirates. Yeah. You know that place. Mm-hmm. Opened and began operating a key overland pipeline which bypasses the Strait of Hormuz. Good thinking. Yeah. That's smart. That's getting ahead of the game. Yeah. Iran has repeatedly threatened to close the strait at the month of the at the mouth of the Gulf. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. A vital oil trade route. Vital yeah. would be vital. an understatement. Yeah. yeah. It is it if it were shut down. Yeah. We would be shut down. Yeah, we would, the United yeah. this is an this is an absolutely untenable, unacceptable outcome, no matter what happened. We would nuke yeah. Iran before yeah. we would let them do that. Yeah. Yeah. So Yep. The new 230-mile pipeline carries oil from fields in the United Arab Emirates' western desert to Fujairah, a major oil storage hub on the east coast. And it handles uh, 1.5 million barrels of crude a day and gives the uh, United Arab Emirates direct access to the Indian Ocean. There you go. That's... (laughs) 
A lot of people said that's what the Afghan war was all about, was getting access to another pipeline, another way to get oil out of that region. That's, so they, that's, they had a little party over there when this I can imagine up. they did. That's the United a, that's Arab a, Emirates yeah. and executives from major oil firms, including ExxonMobil, Shell, and Total, gathered on the country's eastern coast to open the pipeline. Wow. Route. Such a surprise. Okay. Well, you know, we need. You drove here today, right? I did. You I know you're oil. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I drive. We're trying. Yeah, to I drive for, way, yeah. way, way too much. Yeah. I wish they'd do something about that. Certainly, we could figure out some other way. Well, that, that's all. I've, been, I've my contention is always been nobody cares what they put in their car. I don't care if I put beats in my car to make it run. I don't really care. I don't think anyone is a, a emotional attachment to oil. Yeah. It's just that it does provide us with a means to move around well, and do the things. Some people have an emotional attachment to oil. People who make a lot of money off of it. Is that, that what you mean? And, or do you really think general? You think people crazy are, guys? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I just, I just, it's it, it's just something that we have to have, right? We feel that we have to have. But this idea, I, well, this is a. I don't want to go on a tirade, but yes, just what you said. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. And in other important news, Joshka the ostrich who was to portray the bird who pulls Josephine Baker in a reenactment of a famous 1926 photograph mm-hmm. taken from outside Berlin's Hotel Adlon. Mm-hmm. Adlon. Okay. And we've seen that photograph, mm-hmm. the ostrich. Yes. Josephine Baker. Yes. Apparently the one who is going to portray, the ostrich who was getting ready for the role mm-hmm. in the uh, movie about Josephine Baker, died on a German circus farm after colliding with Henry the South. American Nandu. Okay. How come that wasn't the lead? wasn't that the, the lead? That wasn't I thought the lead. bras were more important. <laughs> well, yeah. I think you had your priorities yeah. correct yeah. on that. Okay, that's good. Uh, and I'm, I'm done with my international stuff. <laughs> okay. I, I, I figured the ostrich kind of puts a <laughs> really little kiss on top of it. Cherry just, on I would the just Sunday. I would just add internationally the the yeah. situation in Syria once again the the the, the uh, suicide bomber yeah. who got into the essentially the inner circle the the seat of power in uh, Syria and blew himself and many of Syria's uh, important people including the Minister of Defense I'm going to get all of the yeah. names here but that's uh, got to be an embarrassment. For well, the minister and it was defense it, to be defense to be blown was, up. It was it was Assad's brother-in-law, as yeah. well as a number of other people. Who, by the way, Bas, uh, Bashir Assad has not been seen since the explosion. So we don't know. We don't know for sure that he survived it. But if he blew up real good, he or? blowed up real good. Yeah. But uh, it is obviously a huge blow, so to speak, metaphorically and otherwise, to the. Uh, to the regime and continues. And apparently there is fighting in Damascus now. Uh, there have yeah. been reports of uh, fire uh, firefights all over Damascus. Uh, and it just looks as if this regime is starting to unravel pretty quickly, if, if this continues much longer. Um, anyway, so that's, that's, I think... The, There's always a regime unraveling. <laughs> it's tr- There's 196 yeah. countries in the world. Yeah. So yeah. it's a pretty... Fair bet. Yeah, the some regime is going to be they, unraveling. The, the thing that makes some uh, military planners and and diplomats nervous is Syria also sits on one of the largest stockpiles of chemical weapons in the world. Oh, and the United States has apparently told Syria uh, in no uncertain terms that you better guard that stuff like, like, like it's hot, basically. And so a lot of 
a lot of concern that that might be used or might fall into the hands of some very bad people. Yeah. Yeah. They or did, could. Yeah. Or yes. No, and, or, then, and then what would happen? And that I don't know what would happen. Syria. I mean, Syria is one of those things. People may not be paying attention to it the way that uh, that I have been, yeah. but uh, it it is really a hot country in terms of its relationship with China and Iran and Russia and its and its proximity to Israel and Lebanon and Iran. I mean, there's a lot of things about this country that are dangerous and Turkey mm-hmm. on the other side. It, it's so uh, how this goes, how this goes down is going to have a tremendous impact on the region. So It's time to take Syria serious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's all I got. Very good. Well, you know what time it is right now. I do. And Molly's getting ready. <laughs> well, do you find any uh, underwear? No. It's not <laughs> any, it's, well, it's, it's your big moment, Molly. Let's, let's go here. It's time for drones. 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 Drones in the news. That's right. That's right, Molly. Very good, Molly. Yeah. You guys have really worked that yeah. out nicely. Uh, drones beautiful. in the news. The drones yeah. in the news. Yeah. yeah. Good boy. Good boy. He's so happy when he does that right. Yeah. yeah. The families of three U.S. citizens killed in a U.S. drone strike in Yemen last year have filed suit against the U.S. government. The lawsuit accuses Defense Secretary Leon Panetta, CIA Director David Patrias, Mm-hmm. And two military commanders of unlawfully killing Muslim cleric Anwar al Awlaki mm-hmm. and Samir Khan in a drone strike, and then Alawaki's teenage son Abdurrahman two weeks later, filing the lawsuit on behalf of the victim's family. Tell me who did it for five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Who filed the lawsuit on behalf of the victim's family? Code pink. Not a bad guess, but you you forgot the obvious. The American Civil Liberties Union and the Center for Constitutional Rights say the assassinations were carried out with vague legal standards, a closed executive process, and evidence never presented to the courts. Amen. Well, good for them. This drone thing is getting a little bit out of hand. Well, and those particular objections are, I believe, very well-founded. Yeah, I think that's those are, yeah, good, good for them. More drones in the news? Yeah. In case you didn't know, Mike, it wouldn't take much effort to hijack a drone over U.S. airspace and use it to commit a crime or act of terrorism, according to an aerospace engineering expert. You could hijack one. Yeah. Told a House subcommittee. Okay. That would be Tom Humphreys showed members of the House Homeland Security subcommittee how his research team was able to commandeer an $80,000 drone using store-bought global positioning system technology. Now, we talked about him doing this last week. Now he's in front of the uh, House subcommittee. Drones, including one used by police agencies, are vulnerable to hacking because they are they use unencrypted GPS information for navigation. Wow. So probably what we'll see is encrypted GPS information. So it'll take a hacker, at least, to break into the GPS code, but that's not going to... Get so, rid of the the threat. So Nathan Kellen, mm-hmm. so I've already 
paranoid about the use of drones yeah. and about the the authorized use of drones for all kinds of things like uh-huh. military operations and police operations mm-hmm. and just generally corporations who are interested in finding out whether or not you're using their product or not yeah. illegally uh-huh. or whatever it might be. Now, yeah. now you're going to keep me up at night wondering about and worrying about the fact that someone could hijack a drone hijack and it, use right. it for its own nefarious purposes. Is that That's what you're right. telling me? That's right. Okay, thanks. You could fly a drone, say, into a plane. Yes. You know, that, aim for the engine, I suppose. That, would be yeah, a good that place the president might be on, even. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh-huh. not that I'm ad. Believe me, trust me, anybody listening from DHS, not advocating this. I'm just saying, how hard would it be? Uh huh. Whatever. I don't even know. Okay, sorry. Drones can be uh, lethal. Yeah. Also in drones. Yes. In the news. Yes. Uh, for spy tools, mm-hmm. you know, Mike, mm-hmm. if you're going to be a spy, drones are pretty easy to spot. Okay. Because they make a lot of noise. The, 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 uh, okay. Drones make a lot of noise. Oh, good. They're powered. Yeah. You know, so you can usually tell, when a, unless it's way up overhead. Right. If, if one were flying around the room, we'd know it. Okay. No matter no, what. Even the hummingbird got, one? Even know. the hummingbird really? one. Really? Okay. It had a noise. You know, okay. And they're usually louder than that. Mm-hmm. But now the Intelligence Community's Research Division, IARPA, plans to start designing a silent drone inspired by quiet, creeping owls. They're, they're, they're inspired by owls. IARPA has reportedly awarded a $4.8 million contract to, Connecticut, to the Connecticut firm D-Star Engineering to develop the ultra-quiet drone. It's the next step in developing a workable drone as part of the agency's Great Horned Owl Program. That's what they call it. They call these silent drones, you know, the project itself, the Great Horned Owl Program, which the agency hopes will let the military collect intelligence without anyone knowing you are there. Now, I think the Great Horned Owl should sue. Get the ACLU on that one. Yeah, get them on. Yeah. We could have a an ACLU all front attack yeah. on drones. On they're they're usurping the heritage of the well, it's horned copyright owl. infringement. Yeah, it's copyright Certainly infringement. the great horned owls yeah, have yeah. protected their name. Yes, absolutely. I'm sure they have. Now for domestic news. Oh like. my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk more of this crazy weather. Okay. The worst US drought in more than half a century has sent food prices skyrocketing. I've noticed that. And as millions of acres of Midwest crops endure scorching temperatures. Yeah. Soybean prices reached a record high. And corn prices approached the record as many farmers were forced to plow up desiccated cornfields. They're no longer any use plowing them down. More, and that's going to come back to not look good around election time. No. More than 60% of the continental United States is in a state of drought, 60%. That's amazing. With about 1,300 counties across dozens of states now officially declared natural disaster areas. 1,300 counties, natural disaster areas. Meat and dairy prices are also expected to rise, and the drought could continue to impact food prices into next year. Or forever. (laughs) (laughs) Or... For the rest of our, our, well, our lives, yeah. yeah. The Obama administration oh. called on Congress to restore expired disaster programs to help respond. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack called the drought the most serious situation in about a quarter of a century. 
and said he is praying for rain. Oh, thank well, you, Tom. Thank God good, the federal good proactive yeah, pro- move there. Well, I was going to say thank God yeah. that the federal government has a program. They're 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 implementing a, a yeah, you know a, a, a pretty solid program, uh-huh. I believe. In the yeah. oh I, God. <laughs> What have we done? Yeah. Please forgive us. Give us a hand. 60% of the country is in a varying degrees of drought. Uh-huh. Our wildfires are now consuming most of states, right? Mm-hmm. New Mexico and Colorado. Well, they're getting they're burning off a lot. They they're setting records as far as how much they're burning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's getting hot. We should be a little bit concerned, I'd I say. I think we might uh-huh. need to be con- Okay. You know, but, you know, maybe we should just uh, imagine if I think the thing that would really upset Americans Hmm. is if their TVs were turned off. Amen. Yeah. That would get them going. I think so. Yeah. If they said, you know, we got to cut back power in order to conserve because the whatever reason it's affecting, you know, the drought. That would get them going. And we we've decided that of all the essential things that we have, we're going to we're going to cut the non-essential element of television or just just have a make-believe tv drought a tv drought yeah that's, the that, tvs just start there would be rioting in the streets uh-huh. of that would get people town. going yeah absolutely corn getting singed Nah, no problem soybeans nah, nah, i know no who, who cares about that stuff yeah oh we're paying higher prices oh uh, why is that yeah why is that well, darn that obama yeah you see that's the thing you mentioned that the the price of Food going up will will impact the election. That's mm-hmm. possible. I don't know how you blame blame the well a bad economy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no down you, into yeah. into the stupid minds of America. Economy yeah. bad. Why? Why? Well, it's because we're using lots of fossil fuels, which in turn yes are causing an effect in the atmosphere, which is in turn yeah. I will allowing say, I will, there to be more droughts and global warming, which in turn is destroying reason, crops, which in turn is, is the reason we shut off your TV. Yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely right. Now, I, That'll uh, get their attention. Now, now, just real quick, real, real, I do applaud the President Obama's attempt to integrate alternative fuels, including solar, into our economy. I and and I'm granted that they had the solarium solarium disaster, Solentra disaster. But at least solar power seems to be a well, way... Well, company that went bankrupt. Yes, obviously, let me say that. There was the a loan, they went bankrupt. That, yeah. Right, and, and it turned into a political um, yeah. ex, ex, situation that was exploited by the It wasn't the, the problem with solar power. It no. was the problem with bad business. But it does seem to me that, that this is a sector of the economy in which we could be wildly successful and not damage the earth. Yeah. It, isn't that, I mean, and even if you don't believe in global warming, even if you're idiotic enough to not believe that the climate is changing because of man's impact on the Earth's atmosphere, even if you're, isn't it just a good idea to stop polluting? Isn't it just a good idea to get away from fossil fuel for that reason alone? Forget whether or not you believe in global warming. I don't just, I'm. Uh, well, in the end times, Mike. Some of us will be saved, and some of us won't be saved. <laughs> I, w- I want to be standing next to a solar power uh, panel, a uh-huh. solar panel, w- when the end times happen. Because yeah. I, I figure that, that light will be reflected from the heavens, right? Isn't that uh-huh. part of the whole deal? Yeah. And, and at least I'll be able to watch TV to the very end, because I'll That's be sitting right idea. next That's to my yeah, solar panel uh-huh. right there. Capital One. 
You know them. Mm-hmm. They're a big, big bank. Thing. Oh, I've heard yeah. about them. Yeah. They agreed to pay a fine of $210 million for deceiving customers into paying extra charges on credit cards. This is vile. Yeah. You know, this is really vile. Yeah. Under the scam, Capital One targeted the unemployed. <laughs> Jesus. They targeted of course the they, unemployed. Please. People, I don't know this story, so please, I'm dying to hear. Or people with, with poor credit. Yeah. Of course they did. And misled them to believe additional credit card services were mandatory or free. Most of the money will, this is most of the fine, will go toward compensating the bank's duped customers. The case marked the first enforcement action brought by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau established under the Obama administration in response to the financial crisis. Amen. Every week... You read some story about some bank that is on the hook for hundreds of millions of dollars. Wow. 470 a couple of a week or two ago. This week, what was the amount that you just said? Well, there's a uh, $210 million fine. And then there's another one. I don't know if you're going to get to the other one, the, the Wells Fargo. HSBC? Well, Wells Fargo. Okay. Wells Fargo is on the hook for a $175 million fine, settlement, uh-huh for discriminating against African-Americans and Hispanic borrowers. Uh, They routinely carried out uh, misleading lending practices to minority communities from 2004 to 2009, saddling them with subprime loans and pushing many into foreclosure. So here's another example. You just mentioned that amount. I got $175 million. This is crazy. This is nuts that they are... That, well, that they're being forced to pay is not nuts, but that this continues to be every week, every almost every day, more felonious activity. I don't know how else, criminal yeah. activity on the part of our banks. Yeah. And you're going to mention LIBOR now, I Yeah, believe. a top executive. Well, I'm talking about uh, a top executive at HSBC who resigned in the wake of a report linking the firm to money laundering for Mexican drug cartels. Yeah. Yeah. The Senate probe also found loose protections at HSBC's U.S. unit provided a gateway for terrorists to gain access to U.S. dollars and the U.S. financial system. Yeah. David Bagley was uh, the one who was uh, he resigned. resigned. He was the head of compliance at HSBC. Yeah. And he apologized. He did apologize. So, Well, then n- everything's okay. Never mind. Yeah. LIBOR is the London Interbank... Basically, it's a it's a it's a group of eight sixteen or eighteen bankers, yeah. banks, who sit around, and they come up with the rate that the banks are going to charge each other to yeah. borrow money, and it's established every day, and it's it's considered the benchmark. It is the standard by which all banks all around the world decide how they're going to interact in terms of money exchange of money and loaning yeah. and bank and they were essentially running a casino once again another example of guys sitting around with no with very little relationship to actual facts on the ground but how they were they were just simply in the business of manipulating the rate in a way to continue to make money they were not only the referees in this fight in this game but they were also the players they would set the rate and they would go in and make money off of the rate that they set this is what the heart of this scandal on LIBOR is. And basically, 
Now you have a situation very similar to 2008. And the big crisis in 2008 was that banks didn't know what the worth of the assets that the banks had on their books. So they couldn't trust another bank because of all these bad loans. Banks didn't know what they were trading, if it was worth something or nothing. And now we're into another situation where banks now don't, can't trust what the other banks are telling them. Mm -hmm. This is another potential horrific event in terms of our financial system. If banks can't trust what they're being told by another bank, then you are losing the very basis of why we have banks, what they're about. Yeah. And you, are, you walk into a bank with an idea that they're playing fairly, that that rate is what they said it's going to be, is going to stay that way. It is. This is a really bad situation and something that is, I think, going to continue to spin out in a way that we will be suffering very, very heavily from. And I, yep. I'm sorry I jumped all over that, but it's it's really an important issue. And uh, I don't know what to say. It's just... Yes, sir. Major shareholders have renewed their push for media mogul Rupert Murdoch to resign. They want him out. Yeah. Yeah. Still. This is, yeah. Well, yeah. 18 major shareholders, including Connecticut State Pension Fund and UK's legal and general... UK's legal in general, have now signed a letter calling for Murdoch to step down from the company. You know, who knows what's going to happen there, but should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. Sheldon Adelson. Yes. Yeah, the biggest Republican donor in the 2012 election has come under new scrutiny. Yes. For possible violations of federal anti-bribery law and ties to Chinese organized crime. Yeah. Potential violations stem from Adelson's effort to build casinos and other projects in Macau, the projects in Macau helped Adelson amass a personal fortune estimated at $25 billion. Yeah. It looks bad. I read bankrolling the, the uh, yeah. Mitt Romney campaign. Yeah, I, I read the report that ProPublica and Frontline did, and it, it sounds really bad. And yeah. he's the one who's been underwriting. He underwrote Gingrich's presidential campaign and has promised Mitt Romney up to $100 million yeah. in his campaign against Barack Obama. Uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration conducted an extensive spying campaign against its own scientists. Oh, yes, yeah. oh, yes. The spying began after the scientists warned the FDA had faultily approved medical imaging devices, medical imaging devices that endangered patients with high levels of radiation. <laughs> <clears throat> I think that's what happened to me. <laughs> the spying operation led the agency to monitor the scientists' computers at home and at work copying emails and thumb drives, and even monitoring individual message messages line by line, line as they were being composed in real time. Yeah. So they were literally watching each, each scientist, some of them as they were working, to be sure they weren't leaking information that should have been leaked. Yeah, and I was going to say, and what horrible thing were yeah, they... And, were and they, leaking information, that's not even... A, yeah, they were... That they were they were trying to save lives here. Sound the alarm. Yeah. 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 This well, obviously they're they're they've got to be, you know, yeah. enemies of the state then. But Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Boy Scouts of America emphatically reaffirmed its policy of excluding gays. They did? Yeah. Ruling out any changes despite relentless protest campaigns by some critics. They uh, came to the conclusion they said that this policy is absolutely the best policy for the Boy Scouts. Really? Yep. Wow, that's a big one. I well, mean, you because, thought they were going to change? Oh, they said no. I misunderstood they said, yeah, you. They're not going to change. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. reaffirmed this policy <laughs> of excluding gays. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you said they... <laughs> no. Okay, my bad. Yeah, well, good. Meanwhile, for, there's going to be a, a gay pride parade in uh, down in San Diego, mm. and uh, they're uh, going to allow the military, U.S. military, allow, but whatever, uh, the wearing of the U.S. military uniforms well, in the yeah. parade. That should be a gas. That will be yeah. a gas. It, <laughs> it, it may be hard to tell them apart from some of the other yeah. <laughs> participants, mm. but... YMCA. <laughs> YMCA. The painter of a mural at Penn State University covered up the halo he'd drawn over the head of late football coach Joe Paterno oh. following new revelations about Paterno's role in covering up the sexual abuse of minors by former assistant coach Jerry Sandusky. Sue Paterno had been quoted as saying her husband was not a saint, said Michael Pilato, the painter. This made this difficult decision easier for me to execute. Well, the real the real yeah. story is forget that, about the fact that you know that he's been <laughs> linked much to proven yeah. linked to a child abuser. It's when or the when the wife said he's not a saint. Uh, well, you know, I think the real story here is that somebody painted a halo around yeah. his head. I think that's the real like that yeah, should have been. You go. You're kidding, right? okay? Before elected I mean, officials were yeah. indignant over the revelations that Ralph Lauren's. U.S. Olympic uniforms were manufactured in China. Oh, that's where everything's being manufactured. God's sake! This is well, the, no. I mean, it, this, it is stupid. It's it stupid is, on the pat, uh, on the part of whoever put these things in process. Our Olympic yeah. uniforms. I'm sorry. We should manufacture them. I, you know, even though yeah. you know everybody yeah. else is wearing Chinese clothes. I agree. Chinese-made clothes. Yeah. But this is another one of those yeah. Inspector Rousseau mo- yeah. moments, you know, I'm shocked, shocked that gambling is going on here in, yeah. you know, in this in this establishment. Yeah. And, Where know. else could you get a good deal? Where on, else? Yeah. Making yeah. some yeah. Ralph Lauren. Yeah. There you go. Los Angeles sued U.S. Bancor, accusing a unit of the fifth largest U.S. commercial bank of becoming one of its biggest slumlords and blighting the city by allowing hundreds of foreclosed homes to fall into disrepair. Yeah. Good. And good for them. That is yeah. a very big development, by the way. Los Angeles said is seeking a civil fine of $2,500 a day for each violation by what is it called one of the largest slumlords in the city, yeah. Bancor. Yeah. Ah, it estimated potential liability in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Two words for our audience. Credit unions. Yeah. Period. Right there. End of story. Invest in credit unions. Get, yeah. Put all your money in credit Look unions. Look for small banks. Yes. See what their Community background banks, is. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's what to do. The Food and Drug Administration approved the first drug shown to reduce the risk of HIV infection. Yeah. So that's good. That's very good. They approved Gilead Sciences' pill Truvada. Yeah, I, don't, I wish they'd just stop with these names. <laughs> they're they're inventing know? names, right? They invent yeah, words that sound like they could be a true word. Truvada. Truvada. Okay. As, prevent, as a preventive measure for <laughs> healthy people who are at high risk of acquiring HIV through sexual activity. Okay. So this is for people who don't have HIV yeah, yet. You just yeah. pop this thing and you can just go wild. Well, so yeah. this is that proverbial <clears throat> silver bullet that people have been talking about for years mm-hmm. and years. If you could take something that would prevent you from getting AIDS. Yeah. It's yeah. estimated that one-fifth or about 20, 250,000 people are unaware that they are infected okay. already. Just keep you posted there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 1.2 million have HIV. Yep. Okay. And it uh, gets about 50,000 new infections per year for the last 15 year. That 15 years that's been going on. Uh, a man posing as a representative of the America's Funniest Home Videos TV show tricked an 18-year-old Georgia woman into allowing him to suck her toe inside a Walmart in Georgia. 
Really? Mm-hmm. That worked? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm I, with America's I, Funniest Home I, Videos. I can't. This is a gag. Let me suck your toe. According to Columbia County Sheriff's Office report, the teen was shopping, the one who had her toe suck, sucked, was shopping when approached by the middle-aged suspect who cops have identified as Joey Leppard or Leapart a 43-year-old registered sex offender whose rap sheet is littered with foot-related crimes. <laughs> foot-related foot crimes. That may be the first time I've ever heard that said out loud yeah. anyway. Yeah, so, wow. Any more domestic? I, there's, this is one thing. That, yeah, the big news, of yeah. course, is, yeah. you know, you go see Batman, you get shot. Yeah, the, apparently out of Aurora, Colorado last night, someone at the midnight showing of uh, the uh, Batman film, mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises, Rises. Uh, a, a lunatic broke into the theater through a canister of some sort of tear gas and proceeded to shoot about 60 people. Yeah. It killed about a dozen of them, and yeah. we're, we're, we're waiting on reports. Of, we are? Yeah. Of Well, there could be more. They're, they're not sure how many. 12 to 14 people died. About 50 people were wounded, so... Uh, there you go. That's, yeah. a big, that's the big story this morning. Well, uh, this is a lunatic. Yeah, obviously. It's not a bank. It's, it's, it's not any U.S. organization. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one lunatic, it's and it's lunatic. unfortunate, but this is, it's unfortunate it happened. It's also unfortunate that this is what the news is going to be concentrating on for the next right. several days rather than... LIBOR. Yeah, LIBOR or... <laughs> or, or something or important. The, the burning down of our corn crops yeah. or... Yeah. yeah. And, and one last thing. Uh, Syria. I'd, um, reading material, reading, your required reading for the, for the week would be go to Fortune magazine and read the story on the uh, Fast and Furious um, um, scandal. Yeah. It obliterates all of this nonsense that have been coming out of the Republican Party and the Republican Congress, including the the uh, contempt violation that was voted on for uh, Eric Holder, the uh, yeah. the attorney general. It puts to bed all of this nonsense, and that's what it is, political fodder, that is being pumped up by the Republicans to try and make the Obama administration look bad. It is, uh, it's a devastating uh, article. So it's a, check it out. It's on uh, Fast and Furious. Uh, so a Fortune Magazine. Go? Fortune? Fortune Magazine. Fortune Magazine. Yeah. What do they say? Well, they get into the actual facts of the case, yeah. basically. So it, yeah. right there, the Republicans oh, no, are in no, trouble. No, yeah. Facts. So actual facts. So wow. check it out. Okay. And finally... 29 Papua New Guineans were arrested for cannibalizing the brains and penises of high-priced witch doctors. This just sounds bad right it from the beginning. It really sounds bad already. Yeah. They were, there were 29 people that actually did something worse to the witch doctors, apparently, <laughs> than the witch doctors did to them. Okay. Yeah. All right. The witch doctors had been demanding sex in addition to money, pigs, and bags of rice as payment for black magic services. And, huh. and who doesn't want to, you know, Meat. rice or a pig, some rice or a pig for performing black magic? I... And sex, that just goes along yeah, with it. That's yeah, that's a given. You got the rice, you got the pigs, what yeah, the heck? Yeah, I mean, you go out with a, with a witch doctor, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> put, you're going to expect <laughs> I know, exactly. You got to put out. That's just the way it is. Yeah, so. That's been my experience. <laughs> yeah. and, so my two favorite organs you're talking about here. Penises and brains? Yeah. 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 Okay, uh-huh. so... What happened? Well, I do know that a local cult leader uh, and cannibal apologist yeah. 
said, it's against our traditional ethics and morals. Does this sound, <laughs> does this sound familiar? Is there a I board know. of witch doctors? Is yeah. that some kind of a <laughs> oversight? Yeah. Well, this, or... <laughs> is, this, is the, this is the guy that you know was representing the people who, who uh, were upset yeah, I at imagine. the witch doctors and then cannibalized their brains and penises. <laughs> he said, it's against our traditional ethics and morals for a sorcerer to have intercourse with a man's wife or teenage daughter. Well, of course. <laughs>